one from that. Oh, that's cool. So um, people slash me all the way to the end. Like the, the army is like, Charlie Rotten. <laughs> Charlie Rotten. <laughs> um, yeah, you man. want to listen all the way through because you're going to miss out on the bits. Uh, so, yeah. Um, do you feel like that's enough intro? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, At man. At this point. I think that's probably going to be the intro. Do you think that's enough intro? Do you think that's enough intro, man? <laughs> I'm determined to Matt make Matt's life miserable. <laughs> Achieved. Achieved. Today's improv game is a game called Edit. What's going to happen is that two people will be doing an improv scene together. Another person will shout edit. They'll do a brand new scene with somebody else. They'll say edit, and another brand new scene will happen, and we'll make sure that we at least get around the table to do our separate scenes. We're going to just do words of inspiration, which would be great if I had a random word thing, because you guys can, like, act, uh, people who are listening would actually think that I'm not just not, like, forcing scripts on us, possibly. Keith has a random word generator. Okay. <clears throat> do you want a random word? Yeah, give us a random word. A gold tooth? That's two words. <laughs> That's two words. That's two words. Uh, pen pals is hyphenated. We do pen pals. Pen, pen, pals. Pal. pen pals is great. Wait, okay. clarification question. Yes. Um, do all of the scenes revolve around that inspiration? No, they could just be new stuff that you that you feel from other scenes. Okay. So like pen pals will be the start, but if you feel like you want to do something else, do our heads do something else. Great. Free, just be free in this. Um, so pen pals. Pen pals. Pen pals. Hello? Uh, how you doing, uh, sir? I got a letter for you. Oh, thanks, Postman Bill. Yep, that's me, Postman Bill. Uh, you are, uh, this is here at 1597-2485-J uh, Main Avenue. Yes. And you are Phyllis Philanderer. That is exactly who I am. I'm surprised you found my villainous hideout. I'm glad the post office does an incredible job. We are unstoppable. I've, Neither rain, nor snow, nor sleet, nor villainous lair will keep us from delivering the mail. Well, uh, give me the package. Here you go, sir. Uh, this, uh, this is certified, so I'm going to need your signature on it. You look familiar, Postman Bill. Oh, really? Yeah, those bustling pecs and those throbbing biceps. Those things seem so... Are you sure we haven't met before? Oh, we've met. What do you... Uh, we have met before, but never in person. Rip. Oh! More, bo more, bo more bony Skeletor! So good to see you! <laughs> I'm glad I finally was able to find you at your place. May I come in? I, can, I, I can't come in unless you invite me, of course. Wait, is more bony skeletal or vamp? Yes, come on in. No, there are other vampires. There's not vampire rules. There's villainous rules. Oh, we do believe in, you know, being polite. Oh, is that why you came? Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Oh, man, I knew I was missing my membership dues. You guys are horrible. Wow, this place is a lot bigger than it looks like on the outside. Well, I did steal a TARDIS. <laughs> oh, um. Hey, Carl, you got an invitation in the mail today. Uh, it's a trick. It says invitation, but they're just looking for membership dues. I joined the Arbor Foundation. I said I'd buy a tree. I never did. Is there a reason you didn't buy a tree? Yeah, they're just short-lived, you know? When you buy a tree, you're constantly reminded of death. <laughs> I mean, tree, trees can live for over 100 years. That's pretty hopeful. <laughs> How long has our longest house plant lasted? Six months. <laughs> I, a green thumb is not mine. I do not believe that an outdoor plant will do any better than an indoor plant. And yet... And yet, I joined the Arbor Day Foundation. Are there other groups you've joined? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, so many groups. Pudding of the Month Club. Lactose intolerant. That was stupid. <laughs> Jelly of the Month Club. Allergic to most seed fruits. Also stupid. 
the rubber stamp club of the month, and I'm, I have a latex allergy, so I haven't been able to stamp anything. I just keep paying them dues. They send me rubber stamps that I have to throw away. How have we been together so long and I did not know about your allergies? I have a secret mailbox where I keep all my allergy mail. But I, I keep jam in the fridge. I don't go in the fridge. <laughs> what I do, I wear rubber gloves. You thought it was just me being sexy, but no. It's because if I touch many of the things in there, I could die. <laughs> I have noticed that you wear those gloves a lot. Jessica, I suppose now is a good time in any to talk about my allergies. Now that it's come up in a really awkward way. <laughs> because of the Arbor Day. That's another reason I hate trees. They get in everybody's business. You know, they could fall on you. They inspire you to write poems sometimes. <laughs> animals live in them. Sometimes you're allergic to those animals. You just find them annoying. For example, the red squirrel is a particularly annoying animal, yet I belong to the Red Squirrel Foundation and have to pay them dues. Edit. Hey, hey, it's me. Raji the red squirrel. Come here, come here. Oh, yeah, that's right, raccoon. Come on, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, uh, hey, hey, how, 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 how are you? How, how, Oh, looks how, like we got you? a stutterer in the place. Ha, ha, red squirrel. Hey. Wait, did you really just throw double fingers up at me? That's very rude. I have a red squirrel. <laughs> Being a raccoon. Being a raccoon with, with, with a bit of a stammer. It's not easy to live in, live, live in this world because red squirrels are constantly taking my crap, constantly stealing my things. And, and when I try to say, hey, 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 they just run away. Excuse me, uh, are you the uh, stammering raccoon? Stammering, yes, I'm stam I, I, I am a raccoon, yes, but I am not identified by my stammer, but thank you very much for- well, uh uh, the, uh, I got a tip to see that you have a bunch of uh, nuts that are stolen. Yeah, sure. I have a lot of nuts that are stolen. Yeah, well, please. Put, I didn't steal the put nuts. Your hands, put your hands behind your back. I, I, my, I don't put, have hands. Put your I'm hands. A, put your, I, put your, put your paws, your human-like paws behind your back. I have not seen any kind of warrant. Can you show me a warrant? Where's Here's your warrant? Here's your warrant. Tell the birds it was me the whole time. I got red squirrel. <laughs> Edit. Welcome to the secret lair. You can see it's dark, cavernous. There are shadowy metal cages lining the walls. You hear a chitter and a chatter from these various metal cages. <laughs> now that I've befriended you and you've paid your membership dues, it's time for you to know our true purpose here. We are trying to take small animals and give them opposable thumbs. We figure if these animals all have mandibles like humans, we can train them to do all kinds of nefarious tasks. Oh, wow, mister! Ribbit. That sounds great! Ribbit. Golly gee whiz, I love being Ribbit. evil! Ribbit? Who doesn't love being Who let the frog in? <laughs> it's really hard. We tried opposable thumbs on frogs for a long time, but they're just Ribbit. too slippery. Opposable Ribbit. hooves is also something else we're trying. We're experimenting with... Because if you could have many hooves that you could use to pick up things, they could also be great. <laughs> Some of the cages lining the room are very large. Oh, gee whiz, mister. That cow with six hooves sure looks mean. I love this. Animal mutilation is great. And it. Jessica. Will you please bring me the bath salts? <clears throat> yes, of course, Mr. Smith. You, thank you very much. I can't find them. I'm trying to take a bath to exfoliate my legs because I keep getting attacked by rodentia. I, I, I believe you believe that, Mr. Uh, Smith. Let me get the bath salts from the from the cupboard. They're, they're, they won't be hard to find. They will be under the cupboard, and they should be next to a pile of nuts. Yep, I, I, I see that right here. Uh, they're, they're sorted, so there's acorns and pecans, and then the bath salts are between the pecans. Yes, and I, I, I look forward to the pecans. It's me, Rotundra! Bam! 
uppercut. Got you. Oh, you're not the old man. Dang it. That hurt my jaw. Jessica, I am in the bathtub waiting for my bath salts completely closed because that's how I bathe. I get lots of suds and soap and I use the detergent and the bath salts. I'm going to punch you in the tub, old man. Who said that? Oh, it's gone. Oh, punch, punch. damn rodentia. I'm an anthropomorphic plant. Miss, Mr. Smith, there's something happening out here. There's something happening in here, too, Jessica. I'm going down the drain. Edit. Cut. <laughs> We're done. We learned a lot. Today. We learned a lot. Yeah. That was a good time. You ever, you ever like, kind of step back after, like, five minutes or so, and it's just, what the hell just happened? Yeah, we had fun. <laughs> <laughs> Quick recap to bring you up to speed. With Jonah Shrubbrush leaving on a pilgrimage to learn more about the draconic history and bloodline of the Shrubbrush family, Armida, Azette, Barney, Garrick, and Red all make their way to the Lisfemda, the great library at the center of the city of Eska. At the core of the Lisfemda lies the All Tree, an ancient, historic, and iconic symbol of the city of Eska and the larger region of Ustrad. Towering well over 100 feet, the All Tree is a magical, mysterious tree that showcases various barks, leaves, needles, and runic carvings all over it. The All Tree, though, is heavily protected. A large brass cylinder encompasses it, with the head archivists Zenzer IV and Zarek IX, two warforged wizards, monitoring the constant flow of information coming into the Lisfemda and guarding the All Tree. The tree is fully enclosed in this space. Very few people are ever allowed to access it. Directly above the All Tree is a large conference room where members of the Binding, the group of city leaders, have gathered in a secret and discreet meeting. Bondius, a golden dragonborn wizard and head librarian and leader of Eska, is flanked by her head bookkeeper, aka chief of police, Klauduk Kelvarax a green dragonborn paladin. Also present at the meeting are Alara, the dwarven head of the marketplace, Pretora, tiefling and chief of the Third Eye, Eska's primary medical and healthcare organization, Topaz, a Gabro representative from deep within Tunak's cave and Robert's Rules of Order practitioner, and finally, showing up late to the meeting, was Merciful Shrubbrush, the warforged creation of Percival, who has returned after many years away to retake his position as head of the Wild Watch. At the meeting of the Binding, Bondius let this elite group of leaders know of some terrible and highly incendiary information. The story that the librarians made public, that the giants were responsible for the death of Percival Shrubbrush, was false. The unseen and unknown had been distributing contradictory information was causing a tremendous unsettlement in both the outer and inner portions of the city of Eska. The man in the porcelain mask, though, was responsible for the death of Percival. But the people of Eska did not know that. Most of the people. Six others knew. Armored and Nimblefingers, Azette, Barney Barnaby, Glowing Embers of Burning Peaks, a.k.a. Ember, Garrick Banyan, and Jonah Shrubbrush. With Jonah leaving on his pilgrimage, Bondius feared that his calming and centering presence within this group of heroes would be lost, and that their inabilities to maintain discretion or silence on these issues were getting riskier by the hour. Bondius' fears of instability were exponentially increased, with the knowledge that a vocal and well-known opponent of the Lisfemda had been promoted into the Third Eye. Red, whom had been previously banned from even entering into the inner portion of the city, had been given a, quote, free pass to not only enter into the inner city, but to the grounds of the Lisfemda itself. Having, as Bondius believes, 
an enemy of the order and stability that the wizards have worked so hard to maintain within its very grounds is dangerous in her mind. Bondius also let the group know that old magic was returning to the realm, something that had not been present in hundreds, if not thousands of years. Now, Ustrad is a northern region, and in this tundra of perpetually frozen ground, it's not uncommon for there to be deep freezes and deep, deep cold. However, snow is a high rarity. Water is scarce, as is snow, so news of snow falling in the north is an ill omen and a portent of something very worrisome. A magical soup pot that was prophesized to crack when these old magics returned has indeed cracked. Now, any record of histories or information on this issue cannot be found in the Lispenda, as the original librarian Tunak removed all documentation of the old magic and brought those to a library hidden somewhere deep within Tunak's cave. After some magic and some motions to censure, the Binding agreed to send the remaining party of heroes, including Red, to the northern town to provide much-needed medical aid. The party is both going to provide aid and investigate the environment for information about what's causing the snow. Merciful agreed to let the party know about their assignment, which is where we pick up our story. Certainly. What I'll we... do you a favor. I'm going to forget about your whole nuditation of Alara over there. Completely out of bounds, by the way. How about this as my pardon gift? I'll be the one who delivers the information. I'm worried about the, what's going on in the north. I'm worried about that place. I was the one who informed Jonah. Let me go ahead and tell them. I'll give them let me be the messenger sender and I'll use Garrick as the person to like send them off with. He's one of mine. That works for me. If this is the will of this committee to put this incredibly delicate incredibly incendiary information into the hands of that. Tabaz, what do I hear? Um, I will respect can that. Can you make, yeah, you need to make something. What can you make? Emotion. That's what I'm talking about. Who <laughs> uh, seconds? Yes, sir. Um, I, I, I move that we proceed with this plan proposed by Merciful. I second. Oh, I second. All in favor. He already has the information. <laughs> That's an eye from Claude who wasn't expecting That's that. Okay. All right. So you, so you, so fine. Well, we didn't hear the eyes. One second. Topaz, what do you say? Um, it's, a, it's an eye. All right. Uh, Aye. Hi. What is funny about this is you think you're running meeting. Um, <laughs> so here's what's going to happen. You will go, but you will keep the information at very brief, very short bullet points. I haven't had my ring of unseen servant on in a long time. Go ahead, put it on. All right. Well, you gotta hear everything I say. I cannot wait. I can wait. <laughs> I've. It's, it's um, welcome back, Marcival. Um, we will have to have a later conversation about what is happening with. Uh, uh, City Wild Watch because um, you were gone for many years and long time and we've been at a different way of doing things but you and I will have to have a separate conversation about that. Meeting adjourned? Motion to adjourn. Ready? Break. <laughs> no? Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. We are, this meeting is dismissed. Um... Um, Gizmo, I need coffee, please. 
as we hear Gizmo and Yukawa play the camera then cuts away and we move back through the Lusfemda windows to kind of each of you in this place and establishment. Barney, you're at the front desk mm -hmm. getting helped by a very nice gnome who's trying her best <laughs> and it's hard to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we see um, uh, Garrick, you patiently waiting outside of Yorin's office. Um, Armada, you are right now just following Chandler around. In fact, you are the first one to witness. Um, actually, I'm gonna get back to you. I'll, I'll use you as my my way. So let's yeah. So and Azette, you're just deep in research land, mm -hmm. researching away with Dorner, trying its best to copy your actions without a book in hand. So it's just grabbing whatever paper has and pretending to do what you do. <laughs> So let me be clear about that. Dorner is back in the Lisfemda. Oh, yeah, right next to you. Dorner has not moved. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we cut back to the doors opening up um, with Chandler and Armada walking down the hallway um, uh, right up towards where that's, that glass meeting room is. But this is about like three seconds before that meeting adjourned. So you guys have this brief moment to talk. This is a pretty big place, Chandler. It's enormous. It's very easy to get lost. It's also um, right down the way here, right around here. This is where Bondius works. Oh. Okay. Okay. This is where the head librarian is. This is where the, where Bondius works. And as you peek your head inside, you see an immaculate office, complete with bookcases all around. The entire office, including the window space, is bookcase. There are scrolls pushed uh, in different directions. This place is immaculate, well organized, and very neat and tidy. There's a center table with a map laid out in front of it, multiple chairs, and a big wooden desk at the very front with a chair that turns with um, a window that you're assuming looks out over Eska. Um, and that table seems like there's nothing on it from the front side. And there's a very much so, what looks to be a very worn and torn chair behind the desk. I probably shouldn't go in there, huh? Well, that is obviously Bondius's place, and so you would only go in there if Bondius were to allow you in for a meeting or whatever it is. And I mean, you you would you should you should not go in there. Um, and as I'm saying that, I point directly at Armada, and you hear in your head, "That's Bondius's office. Sneaky time." <laughs> Got it. Um, you also then proceed to hear uh, doors open way down the hallway, Chandler, um, as if you both hear the whip of a cape and a hand around your shoulder. Nephew! Oh, Uncle Merciful. Good to see you. What's on the docket for today? I am escorting our, my young friend around, uh, getting to know uh, the places of the Lisfemda. She, she is, this is Armada Nimblefingers, uh, one of the saviors of the city. Of yourself, your butt, because you got kidnapped. Funny. I was, I was, I was deep in goo, and from what <laughs> she's told me, she has an intimate relationship with the goo. Uh, Who doesn't? That guy's crazy. <laughs> Anyhow, Armada, great to see you. Good to have you. I need to steal you for a second, and by a second, I mean I need to steal you now. Oh, check, okay. check. Okay, okay, hey, hey, hey. Right, cool. You. We're gonna go find your friends. <laughs> He grabs the wrap's arm around you, starts walking away. Um, I'm like three feet tall, wouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's like, yeah, no, he's not picking you up. Okay. He's he's a human height, so okay. he's not like that bad. So he's like arm around you, around that way. Um, from there, we cut real fast to Barney. You talking um, to this gnome, um, who's just just he's got a pixie cut, um, like um, red hair, nice ears, rather young, and he's just. I, I don't know what to do, like, I, two, two, like, is it T-U-T-U? Like, is that what we're going for? Uh, Barney holds up, like, two pieces of paper, one that has T-W-O and another that has T-W-O, but is crossed out in T-O-O. Um, it's like, it's the, uh, the, this one right here. He points to the, the T-O-O one. Um, do you want the X in there as well? Um, well, you know that, no, no, we don't want the, the X in there. It's, um, it's just, it's just two, like, like, also. Um, okay, so it's two two. Uh, the Hans and Gobs two two. It, no, it's was it two 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 two? It's it's not. It's it's two. It's the first one of the the ones that, or maybe the second one that you said of the so, two. So Hans and Gobs two. Hans and Gobs two. Hans like and Gobs two two two. I'm so confused. It's two. Um, it's like 
Um, and he pulls out two cabbages. It's like how there's, like they're both like O's, um, like they're circular. So it's like a T followed by those. Um, how points, do you keep those in your pants? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a, I got a big, uh, you know, knapsack that's kind of tied to my back pocket. I, I, oh, okay. I put some in the back. That's really impressive. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, okay, so let me get this straight. Yeah. You wanted to say, H O B Hobbs. Yeah. N apostrophe gobs. Backwards N. Back backwards N. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you say backwards N apostrophe G O B S. Two B's gobs. Oh G O B B S. Uh-huh. Apostrophe T O O. Yeah T O O. Um and that's uh you know uh and then that that's it. Uh, uh, okay. You, moral, your current inspector said that you were gonna call it two two. Was that in direct change of this? Um, no. We I I said we're also calling it Hobbs and Gobs two because it's also pronounced like the first one. Wait, so I'm putting also in the title? No, no, no. You don't put also in the, in the I, title. Okay. It's just Hobbs and Gobs two. Uh, all right. I think I. Understand, and she finished writing down. Mm-hmm. And merciful, and you feel a hand on your shoulder, and the whip of a ca- like a red cape <laughs> in the peripherals. Barney, hey, nice dude. That, thank you. You're welcome. You do know I'm a metal man, right? I don't grow hair. It's just Percival like <laughs> shaped it this way. Everyone's hair is different, my buddy. Yeah, I mean, if you want to do wonders for this goatee of mine that's been metal and on, it'd be something special. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm still learning about uh, goatees. Uh, it's just it's just hair for me. All right. Um, <laughs> A facial hair club for men. Well, so um, I'm going to need you two um, to come with me. Wait, is it two two then? <laughs> What is she talking about, Barney? Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a long story, but it's like... Like see these cabbages and how they look like O's, and it's like a, a T with like two. It's like it's like that. It's it's clear. And he puts the cabbages away. So just, you want them to be cabbages as the O's? Around uh, like cabbages, but like hollowed out in the middle. Okay. Like like O's. I got it. Like cabbage O's. She writes down something on the thing. Um, do you care about what she writes down? Like, are you paying attention to what she's doing? Um, I think we're gonna roll. I, I'm gonna, you know, roll to yeah, see like. Yeah, go right I'm, ahead. I just want. I was trying to figure out what your passive perception was. Okay. Um. Let's see. So, that's an 18. Um. And I think I'm a plus zero. Oh yeah. You definitely see her pencil writing. You like. You notice her pencil. Like her quill is writing very much so a longer name than what you had intended. Mm-hmm. Um. And you peek over and she wrote down Hobbs and Gobs to run it out cabbage with a hollow in the middle. <laughs> Um, and, and, and Barney sees that. Like, you know, maybe that's the byline. Um, it's just, it's T-O-O, and anything extra is just really small. Um, okay, so it's a byline? Um, yeah, but it's, uh, that part's really small. It's just okay. the T-O-O is the main I'll add it to the byline. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much for coming in today. It could also say better than gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to cost you extra, is that okay? Um, uh, <laughs> we don't usually permit... Um, Sort of talk. Do you okay? Thank you for coming in. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you've been lovely, honey. And this man, who? What a what a bugbear. He wraps your head around your shoulder, and you feel like he's taller than you, but he's definitely like two feet shorter than you. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's a mighty cold uh, metal arm you, you have there. Um, you betcha. Cold. Cold. Oh, dang it. One second. He. Goes over, hits his arm a bunch, and you can feel instantly this warm feeling coming out of it. Ooh. Percival built me with soup in the veins. I'm a soup machine, boys. <laughs> oh, wow. well, uh... Runs on soup, die by soup. That's what I say. All right, mm-hmm. got you two. Now we gotta find Garrick. Have you seen him this morning? Um... I heard he's eating chips. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I see him. He's over there by the chip bowl. Outside of the orange office. Speak up, Garrick. Why are you quiet? One second, I gotta cover. I'm gonna grab you too. The chip's got your tongue. Garrick, please. Garrick, you've been staying outside of Yorin's office for like 15 minutes at this point. I'm so glad he has chips out here. And then you see just a flip of a red cape, 
and Merciful's got a hand behind you, and then a hand around um, Barney, and Barney's instructing you to put a hand around Armada. <laughs> her, Yo! Your hand's really warm. You better believe it, soup, man. Anyhow, <laughs> Garrick, my dog, my dude, uh, you're gonna come with me. Garrick, please come with him now. <laughs> um, yeah. Great. Um, Cool. We're gonna well, find I had this meeting, but I can just go now. Oh, with your? I gotta cover. Don't worry. All right, great. Ah, uh, great. Can I grab some chips? Oh, great. Bring the bowl. He won't care. <laughs> Solid. Right now, I just gotta find Red and a Zet, whatever they are. Armada, any ideas? Um, I think, I think Jonah mentioned Red was hanging out with Andrea. As soon as you say hanging out with Andrea, you hear Andrea go, Red, no, you can't do that. Why? Why not? What's what's pro- what's the problem? I, you I, can't assault librarians. They're doing a job. Assault is loosely termed. It, you, it is. Look, you, you spent the past five minutes berating them about how horrible dragons are, and he was just trying to file a research about turnips. Well, that, that research about turnips has come down the line in history from other wizards who are delineated from those dragons. So he's got to know that history. We were supposed to go to an orphanage this morning. We'll get there. Or that'll be fine. Right there. Flip over red cape. Arm around you. The oh, hell? red. Good to see you. Oh, first of all, oh, hello. Yeah, Red, yeah, what's Merciful, good, good to see you again. Yeah, good to see Wow, those arms go on for days, don't they? You are very flattering, I'll tell you I, that much. You, know, you bet I am. Anyhow, so um, I'm going to need you. Can I steal it for a second? I guess so. Cool. Uh, Merciful, oh. head, of the, uh, head of the Wild Watch, demands that I take Red with me. Hey, I saw y'all at, uh, at Jonah's party last night. All, right, so. all of you need to hold hands because we're not losing any of you. <laughs> I could still take you. Bring it on. <laughs> all right, now we're going into the depths of the library. You're not going to touch anything, and we're going to hold hands all the way through. All right. I'm not going to touch anything. I swear. Barney, hold her hand. <laughs> Barney holds Red's hand. Look at the arms on you. Oh, Tell me about it. Arms <laughs> over here. And I think, Azette, we finally get to you in a nice, quiet moment. You found a peaceful time. What, what do you think you're researching at this moment in time? Uh... Azette is researching the lineage of a duke who had some interesting theories about this certain flower that could see some of them have six petals, but sometimes they have seven. And if you look at when they have seven, it's actually only the ones that grow every third year. In the middle but, of that sentence, a metal hand just drops. Oh, that, that, that wasn't allowed. Oh, sorry. that wasn't allowed. That I don't, was, no, no, that's like you reading, but yeah, I can yeah, imagine yeah. that's like the the thing, and just in the middle of that, mm-hmm. way a metal hand in front of your book. Is that? You're the last member of this cohort of people that are here now. I need you. And your little friend. People of this city believe they can assign where I go. Well, I mean... He gets up and goes... Yeah, 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 yeah. Merciful, like, I, I, I guess? Yeah? All right. Cool. Merciful walks, like, all of you hand-in-hand hand walking back through, walk through kind of, like, different kind of, like, a, a labyrinth of bookcases till he reaches... <laughs> till he reaches a door that's, like, cobwebbed, like, dusty, has it, like, definitely has not been touched in a while. Right. Merciful goes, oh, boy, I thought they would at least clean it. Yes, Barney? Oh, I was just going to say, um, like, while they were going hands-holding, yeah. like, uh, Barney was just, like, airing all his grievances about gold dust to red. Like, can you believe this guy? You know, he's bursting in. Blah, blah, blah. Like, now i got to get this permit. Blah, blah, blah. Like, just, that was just Barney, like, along the way as we got yeah. to this door. As you're doing that, you feel my hand being forced to hold your hand. <laughs> the grip gets harder and harder and harder and harder. And I'm pushing back against, or you push back against me. Cause I'm, cause I'm, 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 I'm pushing. I'm, I'm testing your, your, your metal and your muscle here. Um, can I roll for like if Barney notices the grip? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we'll say, 
What, like, 11 and above Barney notices? Yeah, I mean, it's a perception check if you really... I mean, fine. 20. Yeah, oh, wow. Um, Nat, you not only notice... Um, the thing that you notice in that is that Red is, like, definitely trying to test your metal, and that Red is not happy with the situation. And that's all from, like, that handshake. Okay. Um, Barney doesn't, like, say anything, but just kind of looks at Red, like, contains himself, stops with the story, and just kind of, like, you know, nods and just kind of, like, looks towards the door. Um, Red, in that moment, Barney was able to convey, like, uh, I, I understand. I know you. And the, the grip eases off a little bit. And I, you, you actually, with that, that, I would say you also see a breath of just, like, calm. Um, you all make your way towards this, once again, this cobweb, dust-covered, just door. And Mercer goes, oh, gosh, they haven't cleaned it in forever! Takes him his red, he, like, whips off his red cloak. And you can see, he does, as you see whip off, you can see, like, on the back of him, there's a big old um, golden disc on the back. And it looks from there, you can see it almost like pulsating, and you can see different like tubes emanating from the back of him, all kind of down, and you swear there's liquid moving through there. As it goes off and he starts brushing off. Any, any potatoes flying <laughs> through those tubes? And he starts to brush down the door with his cloak, and um, you can see the cloak's all dusty, he like flips it, and the cloak instantly clean, flips it back around. All right, to my office. I'm sorry, the door's a little stuck. Uh, the door, gosh. Kicks the door down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, hi. Welcome. You may take a, as you look inside the office, the whole place is just coated in dust. He's got four changed lounges in here. A desk, different things. There's definitely like a couch. There's so much like soft, squishy furniture in here. It's not even funny. There's like bean bags, even though bean bags theoretically shouldn't exist. There's an equivalent of that in here for some reason. There's a shag carpet. It's definitely, there's definitely a vibe in this room, even though it's covered in dust and cobwebs. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Are the bean bags sentient? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> we missed you so much, Percival. Why don't you come back anymore? That's me, a beanbag. A non-sentient beanbag. A non-sentient beanbag. That bean is the bag. voice of a non-sentient beanbag. That's the voice bean of a non-sentient beanbag. I only exist in the pocket dimension. Ah. All right. Okay. Um, you'll walk in, and that's the image you see in front of you. As Percival goes, take a seat. I guess. Barney plops on a beanbag. Just instantly sinks right in, <laughs> like, 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 like your hands are up here. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, I guess the beans kind of wore down since I have not been here in a lot longer time. Sorry about that, Barney. More like a mush. Well, hi everybody. So good to see you. Um, so, thanks for coming to the party last night. It was good to see all of you. Um, uh, remember when I mentioned that snowed-in village up top? Yeah, remember I remember that? something like that, but I had had a few drinks in me, so I don't... I remember nothing from last night. Hell yeah, brother. Okay. Well, um... You uh, still think you could take me? Absolutely. Um, B Bondius was so kind in extending Ugh. an offer to you five to be the honorary members to represent Aska on this trip. Because we need a third eye. Wait, trip? Can Why? I, can I do an insight check? Yeah, go ahead. Um, this is like one of my first roles, but I'm, I'm a, you should, everyone, everyone had to know a little bit more about me stats-wise. I'm a cleric, and uh, I, have, um, I have a negative two to charisma but I've kind of switched around my intimidation score and my insight score. So my intimidation score is my wisdom and my uh, insight is my charisma. So my insight is minus two. Yep. I, I don't read people very well. That is a modified zero. <laughs> ah, welcome to the party. That is, that is the lowest roll we've had in this campaign. Appreciate you, man. Merciful. <laughs> Merciful is cool as a cucumber. There's nothing weird with him at all. All right. He's like spitting truth here. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So I need, yeah, because we need a third eye. Yep. Which, yep, got there. We need a wild watch. That's, uh, well, that, I do that. I need a bookkeeper. 
Which, uh, we're, we're gonna deputize you with something if that's cool. Is that? Members of the civic government have the authority to deputize. Yes, do you want a badge? Uh, Azette will reach into his bag and take out the, uh, the medallion that he uh, received. <laughs> right, we never took those back. Or they never took those back, that's a cool thing. Anyhow, neat. And, uh, and then apparently we need a barber. Well, you were part of Jonah's crew, you two were part of Jonah's crew, and we just kind of lumping you together. Even Barney is a little bit suspicious of it. <laughs> <laughs> barber. Yeah. And um, it's going to roll, like, for, um, I guess, another perception. Yeah, or well, insight. This or is insight. an insight, yeah. Natural 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that was a real roll. Have you been hitting the door again? <laughs> That's two in a row. Um, well done, Adam. Barney, um, Barney um, you've been a barber for a long time, so you definitely know when people are on the chair and they're just giving you the guff. This guy's just giving you the guff. He's really not talking about anything. He's really just trying to say, he's really like, there's a lot underneath what he's saying right now. And you're not too sure exactly what level it is, but you definitely know that he's telling you the very thinnest of the iceberg that's around. Well, Merciful, you sound like someone who says they want a mullet when really they want a high top fade. Um, that's just the vibe I'm getting off of you right, right now. Um, I, can you tell me more about like what a barber would be doing on, um, as, as like as a specialized skill with this with this crew? Giving haircuts to a snowed-in village. I mean that makes sense to me. Oh yeah, I mean I guess. Uh, so, um, I, I, yours seems on the up and yeah, up. It's very much so the problem there. I got, a, I got a one. <laughs> Armada, like, you're just, yeah, he's, last night's hangover is still bumping in your head. It really hurts to concentrate. So all the words are kind of just, Well, um, Barney's still, like, riding, coasting on this natural 20. Um, <laughs> with the, is like, has been thinking about the fact that he's got the shock of white hair, his mother has the shock of white hair, was like had this vision of being in a field with cabbage and seeing people coming over the horizon with torches and being snow in that vision. And also the fact that there's talk of like snow in this, uh, was it foothold? Um, the, foot, the footside village. Well, footside, footside, footside to village, yeah. Um, and Bar Barney's just like thinking, you know, in combination with the fact that Merciful's like vibe is off compared to Barney's haircut experience. If, um, if anything is like occurring, like if the, if the snow commonality means anything, um. and, and so your brain is definitely making that connection, and you're like, right, this is weird. I saw that stuff. I heard about this stuff. I think there's a connection between these things. You're definitely seeing a connection between things, right? Yeah. Uh, so, m merciful, what? Like, why are we just, like, being pulled away to do this, like, all of a sudden? Like, I have a, a barber shop, a, a business I'm trying to attend to. Um, you know, Hobbs and Gobs, too. Like, the town just allowed me to open this, and now they're sending me away. It just doesn't seem like they're consistent with what they want me to do. Um... Uh, you, um, with your nat 20, you see Merciful kind of, like, reach behind his back and kind of, you know, shift a little bit, and he smiles and goes, a, a village is in need. Uh, you guys saved, um, Jonah, you did such a good job with that. Um, also, people kind of went out, you out of the city as fast as possible, and you probably made make yourself scarce. Things aren't looking good for you guys. Um, it's okay. Sorry, uh, like yeah. looks at like the other members of the group and kind of is like exchanging glances, trying to see what like other people think of what Merciful just said. Can I do a perception check to see if I saw any anything happening behind Merciful's hands? Yeah, sure. Uh, um, you're gonna have to beat like a twenty-two. A twenty-two? Yeah. All right, I have a plus four to persuasion. Yeah. That is a fourteen. Nope. Nope. Um. Wow. He's got some real flexibility back there to put those arms back there. Like that's pretty yeah. impressive. Uh, you guys, a village is in need. That is true. They're desperately need a medicine. This is important. But I'm also making sure that your 
not around in case some people get a little more excited or um snowfall's a big snowfall snowfall's a big deal and it's a problem I'm hoping that as you go off on your way, you might learn more about it, but I can't talk about it that much. I'm, I'm just realizing, you did say there is snow falling. Yeah. There is, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Okay, cool. Um, medicine, um, um, on, I've, I've met, Andrea's already been informed by somebody else to go ahead and gather that. There'll be um, Julian, at, we'll meet you at the wall in half day time, get your stuff, be ready to move. Make it fast. You got it. <laughs> and with that, Merciful um, will open up his door politely, like le- lend a hand, hand, hand out, and go. I got some cleaning to do, so if you would all please make your way that outside, that'd be great. Absolutely. See you later. And I just and I. Yeah. But but. I head out. Does anyone like to head out by my? Did Mar- I, will, I mean, as as I head out by as my son, like, is because I'm I'm deep in the Lisfemda, right? Yeah. As that will walk out as he is passing by Barney, he will just say, "People's motives are good to take notice of," and keep walking. Um, so yeah, no one t- no one stops you as you walk out. The rest of you are kind of moving. Um, so you have a half day time. One thing that you do yeah. see red. The one thing that you do red is you. I hate to do this to you, Matt. That's all right. Matt, um, red, you elbow straight into a body as who's turning a corner very fast. Oh, uh, well, Bondi is good to see you and you have all your clothes on. I can tell <clears throat> you seem to have been <clears throat> my voice is deeper. I've had coffee. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they, people talk about the Yenga Tower of this place, and it can it can really have an impact on you. Listen, I, uh, I don't really want to talk to you, but uh, I'm here, and I got this pass, and you can't stop an, me. It is an honor for you to be here, and I hope you treat the honor with respect. I, I will absolutely respect the, the Lis Femda as the wizard and the history and the dragons of the Lis Femda and, and all that history has clearly respected the, the, the great Aurora and Garol and Waluna and Badoos. They've done such a great job of honoring of honoring those deities that were here before all of them. And Give, giving you a heads up, you all are just like she left beforehand, you all are hearing this conversation. Like this will, is very loud, very much so out there. I will one hundred percent respect and provide all of that because that's what you all have done for us. I wish you have a good day. Please make sure if you take any books with you that these books are returned nicely in a neat and orderly fashion. Welcome to Les Fenda. Have a nice day. I do not wish the same for you, but see you. And you see, all of you see Bond just walk right into Merciful's room and slam the door behind her. So now we can talk about what you guys would like to do in this instance. You, you have been told to kind of meet at a place in like half a day. Is there anything else that you wanted to wrap up beforehand before you meet Julian on the outside? Uh, Barney wants to go back to Hobbs and Gobbs too and, and talk to his mother about the fact that he's got to leave. Um, okay. So. Um, so we got that. Anybody else? Things that I need to keep in mind? I have a question for Armada. Is Armada still wearing any of the bracelets or necklaces from the underground? I think she probably stole some of the longer chains she could hide in her shirt. Would I have seen that? Or would, would, I, would I know any of that? Um, Chandler might have told you. Red, right, not Bondi. Yeah, no, red, 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 red. Sorry. Uh, Chandler might have mentioned that. Yeah, during the party, you definitely, there were a party, Chandler definitely pulled you aside and kind of, you were talking about some stuff and Chandler mentioned Armada kind of getting a little bit more into some things. So I think as we're as we're walking out, I probably just, just sidle up to you and be like, "You know that bone there, Bondius, and works here, right?" I know, I I know them. Well, you seem like a kind of person who can find their way into things. I have been known to find my way into some things. Yeah, yeah. Chandler's a good guy, ain't he? He's a great guy. He's the best. Sure is. 
All right, then. Um, we're going to go to at least um, Barney's conversation, unless anybody else had something else they wanted to do beforehand. Not before, but I think uh, Garrett does want to follow up with uh, Marky one more time before leaving the town, because I think there was some... Marky had more to say. Great. Um, so we'll go ahead and insert to um, you make your way back to Hobbs and Gobbs 2 mm-hmm. um, as you see a couple um, uh, yeah Hobbs and Gobbs 2 um, from there the sign is still like opening day in like three days because mm-hmm. there's some things to work on but um, and you open up the door and your mom's there kind of cleaning some stuff up getting some things ready polishing stuff alright um, yeah Barney uh, runs in through the door uh, and says uh Ma, um, I, I see you sweeping up, but uh, I, I, I got some news. I gotta, I gotta give you an update. We gotta delay the opening. But why? Did the paperwork not go through? It it does seem. I I feel okay. Like they might give us a little bit of trouble, but we're gonna tell them that it's T O O. Um, they might be a little bit, you know, confused about it. Like, I, I don't think we've seen the last of the city when it comes to that. But the truth is, um, I've, I've been... we got to talk about that, that vision that happened. You have a white shot in your hair. What do you mean? Um... Let's, I mean, because she does have a white shock in her. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Like, this happened to both of us, right? Did, I mean, did we both see... Uh, but, I, it's, uh, b- Barney, b- 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 Barney, it's, it's, it's nothing to... Uh, uh, the genetic, your, your, your grandfather also got a white strip red, d- d- dumbly. Um, You're wanting, I'm going to say running on that 20, you definitely know your mom's lying to you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I'm like... Listen, and I like kind of like grab her by both. Like I reach up and grab. Both yeah, of her. she's definitely tall. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, like listen, like there something is 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 stirring, and you know I don't know exactly what it is, but it's no coincidence that um, I've been called away by you know um, by you know Merciful and like the the city to I keep forgetting uh, foot. Foot, footside village. To, to Footside Village. Um, you have a white shock in, in your hair. I have one in mine. I, in the moment when that happened, I had a, a, a vision of, you know, of, of snow and being in a cabbage field. And this village has, you know, snow there for the first time in a long time. Anyway, what I'm saying is we need to close up the shop. Also, Hide the cabbages. Um, when that inspector came in, he said we were serving food without a license. So that closet full of cabbages, we gotta uh, get that out of here. Um, and and I, I do think we have to reach out to our number one customer, that red-haired dwarf who's been with us since the beginning, and just let him know that we're gonna be in a little bit of a delay, and we're gonna, you know, we, we've called on him to, to help us out before. Um, I need you to reach out for him. I'm hoping to be back soon. I just have to let you know. Um, I, I gotta go, Mom. Sorry. <laughs> And she's just stuttering as you grab your stuff, and she's trying to speak and trying to tell you something, but she can't. She can't get over. She just. She's. I love you. If Barney goes into like to hug his mom to try and like you know, you know, calm her, calm her nerves, I, and says, you know, uh, I. It'll you know, I won't be long. I won't be long. And you leave as you can see as you look back. Her struggling to try to say something, but nothing's coming out. Okay. Yeah, Bar- uh, Barney just kind of like you know nods and promises he'll be back soon. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, that was good. That was, I liked that a lot. Oh, oh yeah. Clothed voices. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, <laughs> Garrick, you're uh, you you find your way. Chip bowl in hand, <laughs> munching on the chips of yarn. Um, as you proceed to come, as you proceed to make your way to that section of Aska that you once found at the blacksmith shop, um, going to blacksmith that you you see um, it's a blacksmith by Bigsby is mm-hmm. the name out front. Mm-hmm. This is a root hedge. It's a root hedge. Yep. Yep. Blacksmith <clears throat> by Bigsby. Ah, uh, can I roll? Yeah, what do you uh, what do you what do you want to know? I got nothing. Um, I just want to see if I see anything uh, as I approach anything like a, I guess an insight or investigation. Yeah, okay, well, do a perception check. Uh, that's a five, so that's 
Bupkis, uh, plus three, eight, nothing. Um, with a th- with a with an with an eight, yeah. um, it's a normal it's a normal city day. Um, I think the one thing that's most important, weird, is right now is that you do feel a little chill in the air. That's not normal for this time of year. Okay. That's about the one thing that's a little odd to you. So then um, I'll go up to the shop and knock. Is there a door? Yeah, there's a door. Yeah, there's a door. You could, There's definitely a door. It looks like this is a shop section. And you do hear... Actually, no, you wouldn't. There's a door here. Um, and then you you can definitely see that there, the place loops around. It looks like the forked and stuff is out back further out. Okay. Um, the door creaks open a little bit. And you can see one singular eye. One and the door flies eye. open and it's Marky. Oh, great. Good. Oh, uh, Garrett, Garrick, uh, what, 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 what are you doing here? And I, and I, I kind of actually push him out into the, into the, uh, the, the road and kind of close the door. Um, um, what, 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 why, it's good to see you. It's great to see you too. I, I actually came here to see you. Um, you didn't? Yeah, I have to leave for a while, but I, I wanted to follow up on the conversation that we had. Where are you going? The other day. Where are you going? Uh, it's city business stuff. The can't it's just stuff you don't need it's fine it, it'll be it's a vacation actually it's uh just traveling some sightseeing it's a really big birch tree biggest one in Escape. um uh, but before i left i wanted to uh, just chip follow up with you about you mentioned the um wolves who turned to people oh, uh, the, and people who turned to wolves um, Garrick, I need you to first roll me a deception check, mm. um, and then I need um, um, Marky. Marky to roll me an insight check. Um, Marky gets a plus seven. Oh, yeah, she does. That's a ten. What'd you get? Uh, I get a seven plus three, ten. Rock, paper, scissors. Meet to beat it, I mean. How do you want to handle this one, Caleb? I have an I, I have... Um, uh, yep, I know exactly what I want to do with this. I'm going to hold off on what it is, but you can continue your conversation. Okay. Um. <clears throat> As you say the word wolves, mm. I'm going to grab you and I'm going to pull you into like an alley on the side. Don't, don't, don't talk about that here. You can't talk about that here. No, but here. it's for the safety of Eska. It's it's important, and we we need to. It, if you know something, you owe it to the city. To share that, you owe it to the Wild Watch. You owe it to the to me. I look. I haven't known your name for very long, and I just referred to you as Dirt Cobain. <laughs> I might have just meant to say that in my head, not out loud to you. But now that I know you, and you were, know who you, were, you, you were thinking about me. Yeah, yeah, a lot. I I feel like it's important that we have this conversation before I I leave. When are you leaving? Today. Um, Marky gets panicked, but she thinks about it a little bit. Um, Marky then proceeds to let you know um, that when you get back, she'll try to tell you everything. Um, But in the meantime, um, she reaches into her pocket and pulls out a spring of rosemary and sage and hands it to you. And says, please, and she mentions that she wants you to take it with you on your journey. Um, as it's a protection ward against oh. evil dreams. This, this will protect you at night when, 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 when the, when the evil spirits um, can come and intertwine and get in, inside of your head, and this will, this will keep you safe from those spirits. Thank you. Out of curiosity, if I wanted the spirits to come sometime, if I just, how far away would it have to be? Because sometimes that inspires uh, some really beautiful dark poetry. So sometimes I like the demons. So can I just put this, I mean, like just on the nightstand, how far away outside the door or how far away? Because I might not want to be protected sometimes from the dark. Marky, who are you talking to? Um, um, uh, some, someone trying to sell us cabbages. Again? It's <laughs> apparently a booming industry here in, in Esca. I'm surprised, I mean, it's not like the bugbear farmers back in the day. They were great cabbages. 
Sure. Um, I can send them on their way, though. I'll, I'll, I'll move along. I'll be right back in. Well, you've got to mind the shop. Yeah, uh, there's no one been walking around. No one's been coming in, but I'll be right back in. I'm just going to move them along. All right, all right. Sorry, th- thank you. Sorry. Um, I, will, I will, look, when, when you come back, I promise I'll tell you more. Um, and um, um, then, then we, uh, I, I will tell you w- whatever you need to know. Okay. But I can't hear. I can't now. Um, but when you come back, find me, and then what we'll do is we'll, I will, I'll, we'll find a place where, we can, where I can talk to you in private and secret and let you know what's going on. If you see anything, if you can take notes, days, times, those kinds of things, that would be very helpful. And if you have a place more secret than this dark alley next to your blacksmith shop, that would be great. Yes, I'll just come, come find me here, and then I'll, and I'll give you a place to go. Um, but keep that rosemary and sage close, always. Always, right. please. For me, your dirt Cobain. Thank you. You get back in now. I don't want you to get in trouble. Oh, oh so sweet. And <laughs> scurries back in. Um, in a second, you see the door open for a second. As, as Marky gets, as the door opens, you see just this huge, broad, like, shouldered human walk out. Um, uh, five o'clock shadow, shortcut hair, apron over just bare chest. Um, and he's just barrel chested. Mm-hmm. This guy's huge. He's made for work. And he opens up the door and goes, Mark, what are you? Oh. Go ahead in. Yeah, sorry. I'm 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 on I'm on it. I have to I have a cleaning to do. Um, and looks back at you very very quickly, then head down back into the shop. We appreciate the wild watch, out here and about. Have a nice day. Closes the door. Thank you. Um, after that, all of you proceed to make your way to um, the outside gate with um, the outside walls, um, where Julian is standing by. Um, um, writing, <laughs> writing in his journal, um, you can you can kind of see his eyes are a bit red. He's been crying a little bit as he's kind of standing there. Oh, hi, hi, sorry. Oh, it's good to see you guys again. I think. <laughs> what's the what's the matter? Just something red told me last night. It's all. It's fine. Uh, Apparently, my the one true love of my life is not loyal to me. I call it as I see it. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's really fun to mess with him. He's super sensitive about everything. (laughs) What did you say about me? I just see what I mean. It's super fun. Uh, Barney flips through like the book of Percival's Principles and like finds like something about you know. Um, hurting people's feelings and like why it's like not good to do is like uh, red. You know it says here like Percival's principles like number you know three ten that um, you you know in matters of love play games for joy not for uh, cruelty. Um, <laughs> Percival is so beautiful and what? Look, don't you don't need to be spouting off Percival's principles to me. I knew I knew him and I've been hearing those things my entire life and I know one of them. That always stuck with me was get hurt. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, Barney then, like flips through. Oh, it's in there. Um, it's a big book. You'll find it. Get hurt because when you get hurt, that means you have feelings still, and that's what's really important. So this one is hurt me. It's important to see uh, someone in the city watch actually having feelings for once. It's good to see. Anyhow, here's the mule that has all the medicine on it. Awesome. I'll take care of that. Armada hops on the mule. Yep. There's a there's a saddle, but it's got two like saddle bags. Um, pretty much that seemed like where that medicine is located. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a place where you to jump on. Is there anything else that you require from the city watch uh, today? Barney just says, you know, uh, it, it looks at the, the name tag. Is it Julian? Um, uh, just, just hang in there, uh, buddy. It's, uh, I, I, you know, it's always dark before it... Um, before it either gets really dark or it lights up. Uh, that's not in Percival's Principles. I'm just trying uh, here. But I'm, I'm saying, just hang in there. Uh, Amanda, give us an outro. Just say, it's, it, we've been playing for laughs. This has been playing for laughs. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you would like to 
uh, leave us a review. Uh, that'd be great. And you can leave us a name to name a non-player character. Also, um, sponsor us. <laughs> Please. Bye. <laughs>